0: Hello everybody, welcome to Transformations Podcast, and I just want to tell you I have a new episode for you guys, so here it goes. Hello ladies and gents, here is a summary of 2nd Kings. Please review 1st Kings and the 1st Kings content to fully understand the summary. At the eight have died, Moab rebelled against Israel, verse 1 to chapter 1. As high fell, injured himself, and suffered, asked his messengers to consult Baal, God guard of Ikron, to see if he would recover from his injury, verse 2. The following happened in verses 3 and 4. But the angel of the Lord said to Elijah the Tishbite, Go up and meet the messengers of the king of Samaria and ask them, Is it because there is no God of Israel that you are going over to Gasol Baal, the God of Ekron? Therefore, this is what the Lord says, You will not leave the bed you are lying on, you will certainly die. So Elijah went, end quote. Ezahiah knew, knew that Elijah told him this. Um, verse 8. So the king sent captain to Elijah three different times, verses 9 through 14. After the third time, God told Elijah to go down to him, verse 15. Elijah told him the similar measures, and he died in verses 16 through 17. In chapter 2, Elijah is taken to heaven. Elisha um, 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 asked Elijah if he could inherit a double portion of his spirit, and Elijah said yes if he was taken from him, <coughs> verses 9 and 10. Um um um. Elisha caused. Sorry, one second. Okay, there you go. Elisha caused the water of the town to be healed, in verses nineteen through twenty-two. Some of the boys of the town jeered at him and told him to get out of there, baldy. In verse twenty-three. Um, um, Ilshar brought curses on them And 42 boys, boys were mauled by bears In verse 40, 24 In chapter 3 Jerome did evil in the eyes of the Lord But not like his mother and father Jerome got rid of the sacred stone of Baal But clung to the sins of Jeroboam And caused Israel to commit Verses 2 and 3 More rebelled against the king of Israel Verse 5 King of Judah agrees to go with them To help Israel Verses 6 and 7 Cain of Edom joined them too in verse 9. Jerome said in verse 10, What exclaimed the king of Israel? Has the Lord called us three kings together only to deliver us in the hands of Moab? Joshua asked if he can speak to the prophet of the Lord to inquire of the officer of the king of Israel mentioned in, the, in which he mentioned Elisha. Elisha agreed because he has respect for Jerusalem in verse 14. The Lord would deliver Moab into their hands, verse 18, and have victory in verse 23. The battle was not over, though. Came, the Morab Cain sacrifices his sons to the gods to hopes for victory. Obviously, the false gods did not respond, but God did. God attacks Israel in verse 27. This was in judgment towards Ahaz's sons and the wicked kings. God would use our enemies to humble us so that we can have the chance to repent and also to have God's judgment be exalted in our lives in chapter four is um um each multi- multiplied a poor widow's oil verses one to seven so the debt could be paid and that her son won't have to go to slavery there was a famine later on in this chapter verse 38 obedience leads to blessings in verse seven but it may it may mean stepping out on faith and doing things that may seem useless or not necessary verses three to six later on elshah went to and And a woman urged him to stay for a meal. She told her husband that she knows Elshad is a man of God. And to make him a place to stay when he visits. Verses 8-11 through She does not have a son. And Elshad promised that she would have a son next year. Verses 14-16 to She expressed her doubts in verse 16. But God delivered in verse 17. The son dies in verse 20. She obviously speaks to Elisha. And tells him that he shouldn't get her hopes up. Verse 28 Elisha gives instructions, and it was completed, and God raised him from the dead, verses 29 to 35. Elisha um, healed the d- deadly partridge, in per- verses 38 to 41, and fed a hundred men with twenty loaves, in verses 42 to 44. In chapter 5, Naaman had leprosy, verse 1, and was given instructions to be healed, in verse 10. Naaman went angry and said the following, verse 11. But Naaman went to run angry and said, I thought he would surely come out to me and stand and call on the name of the Lord, his God, and wave his hand over the spot and cure me of my leprosy. End quote. Naaman was healed from leprosy in verse 14. That is how I get. I want God to heal me in my own way. I do not want to obey God to get healed. Naaman had to have obedience to get healing and to do it the way he never thought that it was imagined. I must be willing to get. I must be willing to do things God's way and His way alone in order to get healed. No one else was able to heal Naaman but God. Naaman wanted Elijah to heal him, rather than dipping himself in the Jordan seven times. He was so annoyed that Elshai um, um, sent messengers to tell him to do it, and he does it, and is healed. Naaman believes in God after all of this, and that is great. Verse fifteen: Jehosh, which is Elijah's servant, lies to Naaman and tells him that. Elisha's clothes and silver is needed for the prophets. Naaman obeys and Elisha finds out and puts curses on Jerushim and his family. Jerushim got leprosy in verses 22 to 27. It is not good to use people and to con people to get what you think you may want. It will always lead to consequences and, most importantly, hurts God. In chapter 6, the Amarim's fight against Israel, verse 8. Elisha, um, e- Elisha warns the kingdom of Israel and saves them, in verse 17. Elisha is tracked by the kingdom of Aram and gets a huge army sent after him. Terrified, Elisha seeks God and God strikes them blind, verse 18, and leads them to Samaria, in verse 21. They were not killed and Amarim was, was stopped basing um Stopped going after israel's territory in verses 21 to 22 later on being hey King of aaron siege samaria which caused a great famine in the city verses 24 to 25 elijah's life was being threatened in verse 31 and the chapter ends with the following elijah was sitting in his house and the elders were sitting with him the king sent a messenger ahead and before he abided elijah said to the elders don't you see that this murderer is somehow sending to cut off my head look when the messengers come, shut the door and hold it shut against him. Is it not the sound of his master's footsteps behind him? Verse 33. While he was still talking to them, the messengers came to him and said, The king said, The disasters is from the Lord. Why should I wait on them any longer? End quote. In chapter 7, the famine is coming to the end. One person did not believe, but Elisha said that he would see it. Um, that it would end, but would not be able to eat, eat it. This belief really limits God's work. Limits God's working in our lives. One second, (coughs) sorry. Um. Yes, it is good to voice our disbeliefs, but choosing to repent and choose God. Verses one through two. Four men who had leprosy had the following plan. Verse three. Now there were four men with leprosy. Um, at the entrance of the city gate. They said to each other, Why stand here until we die? Verse 4, If we say we go to the city, the famine is there, we will still die. If we stay here, we will die. So let us go to the camp of the Amaranthians and surrender. If they spare us, we live. If they kill us, then we die. End quote. They went to the camp of the Amaranthians, and God caused the Amaranth to hear noises that they thought were the following. Look, the king of Israel has hired hit right and the Egyptian kings to attack us. Verse 6. I love that they took the items and realized it was not right to keep it to themselves. In verse 9. So they went to the city city gatekeepers and they returned, reported what happened within the palace. In verses 10 and 11. Later on, the people were sent after the emirate army to find out what happened. In verse 14. They followed them as far as the Jordan and found the whole road strung with the clothing and equipment the Emrians had thrown away and they had on flight. So the messengers returned and reported to the king, verse 16. Then the people went out and plundered the camp of the Amarians. So a say of the finest flowers sold for a shekel and two says of barley sold for a shekel, as the Lord says, end quote. While wow, that person in verses 1 and 2 who doubted the Lord was killed in verse 19 and 20. He was never able to um, see God's miracles through the disbelief in the Lord. In chapter 8, Ishmael announced another famine that would last for seven years. The woman whose son was brought back to life was one, to, was one and left to the land of the Philistines for seven years. Verses 1 and 2, when she came back, someone took her land. The king of Israel heard a complaint and sought information from Israel's servant named Gazazi. Verses 3 through 6. Isha mentioned that Hazor will rule Haran. Uh, let's see something right here. Um, Hazor killed Ben Haggad and succeeded him as king. Jerusalem Jer- 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 did evil in the eyes of the Lord verses 16 to 24 God extended mercy to the David's life verses 9 verse 19 never re- nevertheless for the sake of the servant David the Lord was not willing to destroy Judah he promised he promised to maintain the lamp for David and his descendants forever, end quote. did evil in the eyes of the Lord as well in verses 25 to 29. When we listen to God, we will be taken care of. I believe in listening and obeying even when things even even the things that may not make sense or may seem small and significant because God is always working. In chapter 9, God sent a prophet to anoint Jerihu. Verses one through six. This is also what happened. Verse six: Jehu got up and went into the house. Then the prophet poured the oil on Jehu's head and declared, "This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says: I anoint you king over the Lord's people Israel." Verse seven: You are to destroy the house of Ahab, your master, and I will avenge the blood of my servants, the prophets, and the blood of all the Lord's servants. Shed by Jezebel, verse 8, the whole house of Ahab will perish. I will cut off Ahab, I will cut off from Ahab every last male in Israel, slave or free, verse 9. I will make the house of Ahab like the house of Jeroboam, son of Nabat, and the house of Bashar, son of Ahai, verse 10. As for Jezebel, doors will devour her in the plot of the ground for Jezebel, and no one will bury her. end quote. Jezebel was killed no, they opened the door and ran, end quote. Jehom killed Jerome and Azahai in verses fourteen to eight twenty-eight. Jezebel was killed by dogs, and no, was killed and dogs ate her body in verses thirty to thirty seven. This is what happens. People do evil against the Lord. It may seem like they get in the way with their things, but they do not. God always gets the final word. And there are times the disciples struggle for being a disciple, but God's glory is being revealed in that and we would not suffer. Or struggle in eternity with God if we hold on to Him. I encourage you to read Psalm 73, 1 Peter 4 12, and 2 Peter 2 9. In chapter 10, Ahab's family was killed, in verses 10 11, 13 14, and 17. Jehu dishonestly summons the prophets of Baal to gather together so that he can destroy them. Verses 18, 19, 25, and 27. This was a big deal, but unfortunately Jehu Verse twenty nine however he did not turn away from the sins of Jeroboam son of Nebat, which he called Israel to commit. The worship of Golden calves at Baton and Dan verse thirty. The Lord said to Jehu, because you have done well in accomplishing what is right in the eyes in my eyes, and I have done to the house of Ahab all you I have mine to do. Your descendants will sit in the throne of Israel to the four generations. Yet Jerahu was not careful to keep the Lord the Lord, guarded Israel all his heart. He did not turn away from the sins of Jeroboam which he called Israel to commit. We cannot end quote. We cannot choose what parts we want to obey and not obey for the Lord. Even though he destroyed the guards of Baal, he did not turn away from the sins of Jeroboam and cause Israel to commit those sins. Therefore in verse thirty two Therefore, in those days, the Lord began to reduce the size of Israel. Hezbollah overpowered the Israelites throughout the territory. Verse 33, east of Jordan, all the land of Gildor, the region of Gad, Reuben, and Meshachar, from Aram by Aron Gorge, through Gilead to Bashan. In chapter 11, Agathos, Ajah's man destroyed the royal family, but Jorah's was hidden had was killed later on in verses 15 to 16. The following happened at the end of the chapter. Verse 17. Jerohad then made a covenant between the Lord and the king and people that they will be the Lord's people. He also made a covenant with between the king and the people. Verse 18. The, and all the people of the land were, went to the temple of Baal and tore it down. They smashed the altars and the idols with pieces that killed Metron, the priest of Baal, in front of the altars. Then Jerohad. Um, Jirgai, the priest, posted guards at the temple of the Lord, 19. He took them. He took, he took. with them the commanders of the hundreds, the Chiridites, the guards, and all the people of the land. And together they brought the king down from the temple of the Lord and went to, into the palace, entering the way of the gates of the guards. The king then took his place on the royal throne. Rose 20. All the people of the land rejoiced. The city was calm because Agahai had been slain with the sword and palace verse 21 hebrew god showed the writing of joshua was seven years old when he began to reign end quote in chapter 12 Joshua did the following verse 2 and 3 and then verse 18 joshua did what was right in the eyes of the lord In all the years that jerome the priest instructed him the high places however were not removed people continued to offer sacrifices and burnt incense there let every priest receive the money from the one of the treasurers and use to rebuild, repair what was damaged found in the temple. eighteen. But Josiah, the king of Judah, took all the sacred objects dedicated by his predecessors, and all the gifts he himself has dedicated, all the gold found in the treasuries of the temple of the Lord and the valley of pauses and sent them to Ezra, the King of Aham, who withdrew from Jerusalem. Thank you so much for listening to Transform Aisha's podcast, and I hope you have a great day. Thank you so much. Bye for now. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Transform Aisha's podcast. So part two is coming up right now. Okay, we're going to chapter 13. In chapter 13, Jezehaz was main king of Israel. He did evil in the eyes of the Lord and followed the sins of Jeroboam. um, Jezahaz, um caused the Israelites to commit the sins and did not turn from it. God caused them um, punishment under the power of Jezahel, king of Amoron, and bin hadad Jezahan sought the Lord's favor, God had mercy on them and delivered them, but they still did not turn away from their sins. Verses 1 through 6. God has mercy and grace on us, and a great response is to repent. We shouldn't go back to the things that only God can rescue us from. It hurts God and everyone else as well. It is not worth it. Jezehal was Cain and did evil in the eyes of the Lord, verses 1 through 13. I mean 10 through 13. Israel died in that chapter, verses 14 to 20. While the Moabites was raiding in the country, some of the Israelites buried the man and had it to touch um Israel's bones, and the man came back to life. Verse 21. Even though Hezah opposed the king of opposed Israel during the king of Israel God did the following, verse 23. But the Lord was gracious to them and had compassion and showed concern for them because of his covenant with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. To this day, he has been unwilling to destroy them or banish them for his presence. Ezekiel dies, verse 24. Ben-Hadad has succeeded him as king, verse 24. In chapter 14, Ezekiel did the following, verse 3. Uh, verses 3 through 7. He did what was right in the eyes of the Lord, but not as his father did, had done. In everything, he followed the example of his father, Johash. The high places, however, were not removed. The people continued to offer sacrifices and burnt incense there. After the kingdom was firmly in his grasp, he executed the officials who had murdered his father, the king. Yet he did not put the children of the assassins to death in accordance with what is written in the book of the Lord of moses where the lord commanded parents are not to be put to death for their children nor children put to death for their parents each would die their own sin he was the one who defeated ten thousand emrites of the valley of salt and captured selah in the battle calling it jokov the name it is to this day i personally believe that this action led to his downfall verses 10 to 13 you have indeed defeated ikram and now you are arrogant, glory in your victory, but stay at home. Why ask for trouble and cause your own downfall and that of do, J- Judah also? Antazhai, however, would not listen. So Judah, the king of Israel, attacked. He and Ezra of Judah faced each other at Ben us in Judah. Judah was revolted, was routed by Israel, and every man fled from his home. Jerubbaal, the king of Israel, captured Anzahai king, king of Judah, son of Joam, son of high at the Ben Shadash, then jo- Joash went into Jerusalem and brought down the wall of Jerusalem, and from the Inhah gate to the Corner Gate a section about four hundred cubits long. End quote. This resulted in the end of his life. Verses 17 through 19. Ezrahi son of J- Um Ezra K- led. Oh my gosh, it's so hard with these names. Led <laughs> um, for 15 years after the death of. Jehosh, son of Jerhah king of Israel. As for the other events of Jehosh's reign, were they not written in the book of Anuel, the king of Judah. They conspired against him in Jerusalem, and he fled to Lachish. But the men sent after him Lachish and killed him there, and quote. Jehosh, king of... second king, king of... did evil in the eyes of the Lord, 23 to 25. I love God's gracious response here. 26 to 27... The Lord has seen how barely everyone in Israel, whether slave or free, was suffering, and there was no one to help them. And since the Lord had not said He would blot out the name of Israel under heaven, He saved them under the hand of by the hand of Jeroboam, son of Jabesh. quote. In chapter 15, ezra home struggled with partial obedience and show and showed that because of the suffering that was inflicted on him, partial obedience is still disobedience in God's eyes. I cannot pick and choose what parts of the Bible I want to follow. Verses three through five, he did what was right in the eyes of the Lord, just as his father Israel had done. The high places were were not removed. The people continued to offer sacrifices and burn incense there. The Lord afflicted the king with leprosy until the day he died, and he lived in a separate house. Joram, the son of the king's son, had charge of the palace and governed the people of the land. Um, the other kings in that chapter did all evil in the eyes of the Lord. Joram did. Right in the eyes of the Lord, but in my opinion, was partial obedience. Verses 34 um, through 35. He did what was right in the eyes of the Lord, just had his father Aza used a high done. The high places of high were not removed. The people continued to offer sacrifices and burn incense there. Drew him rebuilt the upper gate of the temple of the Lord, end quote. In chapter 17, in chapter 16, it does. Okay, I'll end it here. Thank you so much for listening to Transformations Podcast and I hope you have a great day. Bye for now.